Inside the coffee shop she'd built with blood, sweat, and tears, Anna leaned against the closed door, keenly aware of the tension that zipped through her body like an electrical charge. The man had done a number on her, both physically and mentally. She tipped her head back against the door, forced herself to take a deep breath, and focused on the small but well-appointed space with its gleaming wood, plush sofas and chairs, and brightly colored walls trying to get her mind off the encounter in the alleyway. Not much luck. The man's heady scent hung about her, as if he was still near. The sensation of his muscular body on hers, his pelvis pressed to hers, still echoed in her bones. She forced herself to listen to the familiar strains of one of her favorite songs, playing softly in the background, calming, but not enough to wipe clean her distress. Handling the gun, holding it to his head, Trying to come off tough, it had all shaken her up more than she wanted to admit. Her insides still quivered, both from challenging him and from the way he'd made her feel. Alive. And empty at the same time. He'd brought out a rush of feelings inside her, but the moment he'd mentioned Gloria, he'd blasted it all away again, leaving her numb but longing for those few blessed moments of sensation. Longing for things that could never be hers. She should be used to it by now, but she wasn't. It hurt. It made her want to cry out, Why? Why me? Why now? Why can't people just leave me alone to live my life in peace? Swiftly, she sent Paul home. With no customers in the coffee shop to see her do it, she took both her gun and his and stuck them into a cabinet behind the counter. Then she picked up her cell phone and dialed Taya's number. Cursing softly when it went to voicemail, she left a message asking Taya to call her back right away. A glance at the clock on the wall confirmed she only had another half hour before closing time. She shut off the music, then waited, stealing herself for what was coming. Ten minutes later, the man walked in. Anna was finishing up an order for a last-minute customer, one of her late-night regulars, Bobby Hernandez. As usual, Bobby was accompanied by a pretty girl. Even as she tensed, Anna continued to chat with the two of them, refusing to look at her unwanted guest, even though she really wanted to. Bobby glanced at the other man curiously, but he simply stared back, expression inscrutable. The moment Bobby and his girlfriend left, Anna snapped around the closed sign so it was facing out. Moving away from the glass door to the solid wall beside it, she leaned back, crossed her arms over her chest, and turned to him. As she watched, he shrugged out of his jacket and sat down, shirt untucked, legs splayed out in front of him. Don't get too comfortable. I'm closed now. You need to leave. I'm not leaving until I say what I came to say, he said softly. You know that. His voice caressed her, as did his gaze. Once you were able to see past all the mesmerizing angles of his face and body and his slick clothes, he had nice eyes so dark they almost seemed black, like dark chocolate, or a richly decadent espresso. Two of her favorite things. Automatically her gaze dropped to the bulge in his pants. It was lovingly framed by his thighs, the fabric of his jeans pulled tight against them so it molded itself to the hard muscle. She'd touched him when she'd patted him down, so she knew he was well endowed, big and intimidating, even when he wasn't aroused. He'd stirred when she'd touched him in the alley, and the memory of her fingers on such an intimate part of him made her flush.
Given her history, the reminder of his masculinity and vitality should scare her. Why wasn't it scaring her? Why had she suddenly grown warm throughout her entire body, but particularly between her legs? Why did she have the sudden urge to kneel in front of him and unzip him, so she could see what she'd already felt? For God's sake, stop. Men had never caused her anything but pain time and again. This man wouldn't be any different. Forcing her gaze away from his body, she focused on his positioning instead. Despite his relaxed pose, she noted how he, too, had placed himself where he could see the entrance, but still remain out of view and out of range of anyone on the street. How about I call the cops, she asked, hoping he wouldn't call her bluff.